Yusuf Abramji with us, anti-crime campaigner. It's like, see, uh, Yusuf was always known as the scoop guy because he was always the first on the scene. It always came up with all the scoops. What do you, Peter? He is the scoop one. You know, from they all the scoops get. you all the scoops Yusuf? You know, a good journalist never reveals his or her sources, uh, Rian. But um, the, the golden rule is a good journalist must have his contacts. And I can tell you now, the contacts I built up 30 years ago uh, were my sources of information, whether it was a paramedic, uh, a, a cop, uh, or a constable down the road, or whether it was somebody in the community. And even up to today, your eyes and your ears, our listeners, they see exactly what's happening. I tweeted a picture, a video yesterday, you might have seen, of a motorist filming a, a cop in a minibus taxi driving at allegedly 180 kilometers per hour mm. in a quantum. Uh, it went viral because somebody out there is knowing exactly what's happening. And that is why I'm very clear and I always repeat the call. Someone, somewhere, somehow knows what's happening. Whether it's hijackers in your community, people buying stolen goods, kidnappers. We have to blow the whistle on crime, but you need your contacts. Mm. Okay, so talk, uh, let's, let's kick off the kidnappers. So now it seems, I know you were talking about the fact that there are these syndicates kidnapping people now. And then the police said, we don't know what, what you're talking about, Yusuf. There are no syndicates kidnapping people. The same, the, the same police pen doctor that said there was no syndicate said a few years ago there was no syndicates uh, uh, following people from the airport until the staff put a front page photo with him with a Pinocchio nose on there. <laughs> um, and it showed that he was completely wrong. At the right time, I will release information to prove to this police spokesperson and his bosses that organized crime syndicates, possibly with international links, are busy behind kidnappings in South Africa. And yes, we cannot talk about it. It's very sensitive. We are, uh, there are still three business pe- uh, people missing in South Africa, mm. uh, one from Pretoria, one from Cape Town, one from Lanasia. Um, the families yeah. don't want to talk, and I can fully understand. Uh, the, the Khan uh, case in Cape Town. How much did that family pay? It's like 9 million rand ransom or something. 9 million. It was about 750,000 US dollars, I believe. What? Um, and yes, you know, you have the small little uh, syndicates running. They'll demand a million rand or 2 million rand. You might even remember, Rian, last year I was very actively involved in helping the Musa family from Polakwani. Anissa mm. Musa was kidnapped. Uh, 3 million rand was the ransom demand. Eventually there was a shootout with the cops and the guys were arrested and the charges were subsequently withdrawn before a court because of the police, uh, poor police work and the police inefficiencies. But uh, hopefully it will be back on the roll very, very shortly. Um, why, why, problem. why are the Indian community? It seems like a lot of Indian businessmen being targeted. Rian, the Indians have helped. Oh. Uh, you know, you, when you travel here on the M1 just before the Yerkeskate, there's a big building on your left. Oh yeah, so they're not. Uh, oh yeah, they are South Africans, uh, the Gupta family. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the perception is, rightly or wrongly, so that members of the Indian community have money, and yes, some of them do have money. Clearly, from what we have seen, we are dealing here with people who are targeting certain sections of the community, knowing that they are wealthy business people people that have a profile in the community, and these criminal syndicates are doing their work. And I hope that the police will get to the bottom of it. Um, Local local people kidnapping uh, South African businessmen? I wouldn't be surprised that uh, local people are being used as runners. Um, The kingpins could be local or possibly from neighboring countries or even sitting in luxury in one other uh, country abroad. And that is why it's important for police to crack these syndicates. Okay. So let's see how crime has changed. We're talking about uh, kidnappings now. You, you just mentioned before we went on the air, you said hijackings have now changed. 
Yeah, I mean, the modus operandi has changed completely. Um, a tracking device today is ripped off within a few seconds. A lot of the cases we've seen, especially in the Pretoria area, when they hijack you, even Johannesburg, they take you along as a hostage. Uh, they then make sure that they find a tracking device before they release you. Alternatively, they take all your banking cards. They go to the ATMs and they withdraw cash. They wait till after midnight when you can withdraw another few thousand rand. And once they've withdrawn a few uh, thousand rand from your card after midnight, uh, they then release you. Uh, we've seen in many, uh, ma many of the cases, people are being taken as hostages when they hijack you. Okay. Yeah. What, what other crimes have changed in the, in the last year or so? They've have become more... Um, intelligent, if I can put it like that. Well, cashing transits are definitely on the up again. At one stage, you remember the days of Colin Chauke, mm. uh, which I covered as a young reporter. I remember. Um, it went uh, under the radar for a while. It's now back big time. Hijackings are, are most certainly back. And let's be very honest, Rian, with an average um, murder rate of just under 47 each and every day in South Africa, we have, an, we have a violent crime epidemic. Uh, it's no secret. A, a woman is raped at least every 10 or 12 minutes on average in South Africa. Uh, business robberies are on the increase. The shopping malls are being targeted. We had the airport followings up uh, again recently until Fikile Imbalula went to OR Tambo and woke up those cops that were fast asleep. Um, and that is what we need. We need the politicians, our public officials, to be in the forefront to fight crime. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we, we know our police service is tainted with inefficiencies, with poor leadership, with infighting, with crime, with corruption. Mm. Um, and that is our big worry. How do we clean up the police service? Yes, uh, you know, there's a lot of things we still need to talk about. But I, I hope we can end. Just tell me one thing. Are we going to have some good news at some point? Are you going to give us good news before seven? Let me give you one piece of good news. I was approached by... Uh, uh, the guys from Namola, the safety app, it's a free download, so it's no, no money-making scheme, it's an Namola. NPO, mm -hmm. N-A-M-O-L-A. -A. Uh -huh. This app is live throughout Gauteng, and all you do is, with the problems at 1011, when you're in trouble, Rian, you go to the app, you hold it in for two seconds on the red button, and as we speak, alarm is now going off at the call center, either at uh, Pretoria or at Gauteng government or in uh, Stellenbosch, and uh, if somebody doesn't call me back, Within 90 seconds, they will be fired. So, you know what's the trick about yeah. it? I don't have to tell the operator. I'm yeah. sitting at Jacaranda in George Street somewhere because, you know, you'll have to spell George Street, which is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> with this app, with this app, it is all, there we go. If you can hear the phone is ringing. Oh, wow. Hi. No, I'm just live on Chakaranda uh, FM. I'm testing the app. Thank you for calling me. No, I know about the app because I'm one of the users. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there we go. It just shows you so, how so, technology wow. works. So, uh, wow. in, 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 so, God forbid, if I was hijacked, all I had to tell this operator, I've been hijacked and put the phone down. Yeah. And immediately the nearest uh, police will be alerted. But will they actually come when uh, they get alerted? Yeah. Put it to the test, Rian. Um, but in a real emergency, uh, it was featured on Carl Blanche a few weeks ago. Um, phone one or triple one. If they're not on strike, um, mm. um, probably you'll sleeping. hopefully if you can get it. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. <laughs> you, you probably will have a good operator and they will respond. You see, the problem with one or triple one is that you have to tell the operator your nearest corner. Now, I mean, when I'm driving, how sorry my language, how the hell do I know what's my nearest corner? Mm. With this year, it's 
GPS located, the guy will see exactly on the screen. I'm sitting right here at Chikarenda FM. So in the event of me, me being hijacked or emergency so, or yeah. accident. So, so once again, he then phones the closest police station. He phones the closest police station. TMPD yeah. is a partner. Or, I mean, and yeah. Hopefully they'll respond is uh, now the problem. Yeah, TMPD, hopefully, because they have very few cars on the roads. But no. the, the, main, the main point is we are improving response times by up to eight or nine minutes. I personally had problems with 10111. Everyone has a problem with 10111. And that is why we have to use technology in the fight against crime. And that's the good news. Oh, wow. All right. Well, there we go. Namola. How's that? I really hope not someone's coming here. Huh. No, no. Luckily, I said it's a test. And you're welcome to download it free of charge. Uh, it's part of a non-profit organization. And you know what? We're trying our little uh, to do uh, and to make South Africa safer. Lally. On the N3 South, the station new truck near the Linksfield Road exit, the N12 East. The good news there, that station new truck after the Snake Road exit has been cleared. Also, that, ac- that accident near Main Reef Road Bridge has been cleared. It was on the N1 South. Summit Road West, very heavy towards Mnandi Road. Uh, on uh, Bed D Road South, heavy delays there. That's between Main Reef Road and Lower Boxburg Bridge. On 14th Avenue West, very heavy towards the N1 Highway. Power problems in Bromfontein, so various traffic lights out. Also in Centurion, power problems. So various traffic lights out with heavy delays around those areas and then an accident under Eskiam Patele Drive Bridge in Pretoria that's at Rahul de Beer Street West. More details in five minutes.